We're in the middle of the Maimer. And we were talking about what Nitzchayayin is. And there's Nitzchayayin throughout the year, and then there's Nitzchayayin on Yom Tif, and especially on Sukkot. Yayin in general represents joy that comes from something that was hidden and then revealed. So we explained that throughout the year, there's a certain elikim, elikos, godliness, that's felt by anoshim, that's felt by the human being, and that's misameach, that brings joy. On Yom Tif, there's a much greater gilui, there's a, a greater level of godliness that's being revealed, and therefore, the joy is so much greater. And we explained that when joy is limited, so then the way it's expressed is also limited, and it doesn't burst through the person. It can remain hidden. People cannot even know that the person is happy. As opposed to when the joy is just overwhelming, there's so much joy. In our case, the godliness is so great, uncontainable, so then the person cannot hold it in. He expresses it in dancing, in shiras, tishpaches, he's singing, and he can't, he can't hold it in. As we said also, we said, <clears throat> Those angels, they cannot hold in their excitement and they, they let it out with a scream, with a shturim. This is Nitzchayayin. Throughout the year, this is what it represents. It represents a certain awareness of godliness. It's not just pouring wine on the Mizbeach, but it represents something much deeper. And that is, again, a certain awareness of of godliness. Sukkot, there was something very unique, and that was there was also something called Nisachamayim, where they would pour water. They would have these two different bowls on the Mizbeach, and they would pour, they would pour the wine and the and the and the yayin into separate bowls. So yayin, as we explained already a lot, is bina because again yayin's job is nichnas yayin Bina also is to take out the soid to reveal what was hidden in the chachma. Chachma is the idea when it's in general, and bina develops that idea, dissects it, brings it out. This is a lot greater than Nisachayayin. We need to understand this. These two ideas of Yayin and Mayim are also the same ideas as the Kayin and the Levi. Like the Zayar says, the Yayin The Zayar says clearly that Yayin comes from the Levi's side. The sitra, the kayana, mayin, slilin, nihirin, and the side of the kayanim, what comes from there is pure waters. Shining pure waters. Ki teva ha-mayim, mayim goes from above to below. Hu bechinas kayin, this is also a kayin, she-ashpa yeredes l'kayin gadel, umisham l'chala kayanim, Hashpa goes downward when it comes to Kayanim. Kayanim are here to give, to give brachas. So the way it works is, is first the godliness is given to the Kayan Gadol. From the Kayan Gadol it goes then to the Kayanim. 
הוא בחינס. כמיימר עזל, סורי, כמיימר עזל, כהן גודל נוטל חלק בראש. It says about the Kohen Gadol that he's noitel chilek b'reish, which means he can eat from any portion that he wants. It's not, uh, it's not limited. He can take any portion. He can be makriv any, por- any, any carbon that he wants. He can take what he wants. But the way he explains it over here is midas reish, humashpia. He takes the level of head, which is a very inclusive level, like the head that includes the entire body. He takes this very great level of godliness that's very inclusive, has everything within it, <clears throat> and, he, and he gives it. Yayin ubechinas levim, and Yayin represents levim, or is the same idea as levim. Shuha la mimakim nok nomach lomakim kavaya. They're they're opposites. Mayim is the idea of coming from above to below, like the kain gadol that then gives to the kainim, and the kainim give to the people. Hashpa. Yayin is the opposite. Yayin is from below to above, like the like the levi, which is the idea of going from below to above. Lomakim kavaya ma'id. I'll explain a little bit more tomorrow what that means. Actually, after, after Shabbos.